0: Hello, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are studying the event, the Good Samaritan. This is found in Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. Follow along with us
1: as we read. And behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But desiring to justify himself, he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was
0: going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now, by chance, a priest was going down the road when he saw him. He passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him passed on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own animal and brought him into an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii, and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved to be the neighbor to the man who fell among robbers? He said, The one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, You go and do likewise. So here we have this very famous story. Um, I think outside of Christianity, there might be people who know this story. It's a lawyer who's coming to put Jesus to the test, uh, ask him a question. And um, Jesus responds back to him with another question, asking him to answer. And, um, you know, we're we're taught that good questions are, are answered by other questions. What do we learn From this man
1: can we learn anything from him at all this this lawyer so it seems that uh, this lawyer or a specialist in the law of God Mm -hmm. he knew exactly how to obtain the eternal life but it seems that like uh, with a rich young ruler it was a little bit of empty space in his heart something was missing or he felt that something was missing so he decided to ask this question Mm -hmm. Um, what is interesting is that jesus commended him for his answer but jesus answered to the last part about the neighbor Mm -hmm. because he really asked the question and who is my neighbor And if we read carefully this parable of the Good Samaritan, Jesus Christ doesn't quite answer who is your neighbor, but will take your mind through a story step by step until we'll teach you to be a good neighbor for someone else. Yeah, I am blessed with
0: great neighbors all around me. Um, and it's really nice when I have a need, um, I can go to them and they help out. And when they have a need, they come to me and, and we, we help each other out. We're there for each other. And so it makes dwelling in that area very enjoyable. Um, and, and so when I see this, who is your neighbor? I I look around to them and, Hey, it's easy to do things for them. But then you hear stories of people with, um, bad neighbors, you know, Mm -hmm. Maybe they shine a light towards you at night or play loud music or um, things like that and, and you don't want to do anything nice for them. And, and so I think Jesus is touching a very um, he's hitting a nerve here. Uh, you know the as the Israelite was thinking, as this lawyer was thinking, when Jesus asked the neighbor, he's probably thinking the, the fellow Jews around me, you know, the chosen people of God.
1: what is interesting is, that the main character, the hero of this story, yeah uh, is from the other side, yeah it 's from the side of the enemy, is a Samaritan, and uh, it was a century long competition between the Samaritans and uh, and the Jews. The Samaritans were reading a different version of the Torah mm-hmm. they were believing uh, in uh, a different version of God they were worshiping in a different temple yeah uh, the Jews and the Samaritans kind of accused each other that their uh, style of worship and uh, that their beliefs were an offensive to God so to have a story with a character from the other side, from among your enemies. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. Imagine that Jesus Christ will be in Israel today and will tell the story about the good Hamas or the the good Hezbollah. Or this story will be uh, somewhere in the south, Uh, and like in um, Alabama or uh, Louisiana, and the character of the story is the good KKK. So th- this story is really revolutionary.
0: You know, one of my probably, I, I don't know, most unsuccessful sermons I've given was, was a little while after 9-11. And I, I talked about this, um, that would Osama bin Laden be the Samaritan? You know, are, are we praying for his salvation or his destruction? Because uh, there was anger, there was pain, there was hurt. We we lost loved ones, we lost friends, um, and we wanted to see justice happen. But was there room in heaven for him still? Um, and and that created a a lot of discussion, and and people weren't happy, weren't weren't ready to even contemplate that. And I think that's what Jesus is getting at here: that the the enemy is. The people that we are to treat kindly you know think of the Israelites um, when they were surrounded by the Babylonians under siege and Nebuchadnezzar's on the outside and what does God call Nebuchadnezzar he calls him my servant Mm -hmm. Um, you know and and so it really makes it hard when you look at the Samaritan as
1: the enemy Um, people from the other side yeah. From those neighbors that uh, annoy us. Uh, from those who cut our way to success. For those who do not promote us when we feel that we deserve a promotion. For those who don't see life the same way we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- these are the people that we're to reach out. And Jesus people. Christ in Matthew chapter 5, the last um, group of verses starting with 40, uh, he says, Love your enemy pray for those who persecute you um, think well about those who uh, then treat you as you expect but here Jesus Christ takes that teaching to a new level not only have to love them but those people can be a role model for you because the end of the story is go and do likewise like this Samaritan so I want to go back, because the
0: teacher asked, the or the lawyer, excuse me, asked the question, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus' answer to him is, um, love your neighbor as yourself. Do, do this, and you will live. So, do we inherit eternal life based on works? Is that what this is saying, that we need to
1: show mercy to those around us that we need to work for salvation we're going to have um, one of the following episodes about mary and martha shows the opposite where mary who sits at the feet of jesus christ is commanded and martha was working Uh, she was not uh, choosing the right side no we are not saved by works but if our faith does not translate into appropriate holy, godly action or lifestyle, it seems that that faith might not be right. Yeah. And this is what I like about this parable. Think about uh, the Jew, it seems to be a Jew who f- who was robbed and was left... Uh, uh, almost dead in the ditch. Before hitting the ditch, that man thought that the Levites and the priests are the holiest people in the land. Mm-hmm. They are the role models, that uh, you have to follow them, you have to learn from them. But uh, when this man woke up uh, in that inn early in the morning in a clean bed, with the wounds being taken care of, and uh, the expenses paid off in advance yeah he realized that uh, someone else should be a role model uh, someone else is the right person yeah so before we have our experience we learn that uh, the difference between right and wrong is you know uh, what is taught or what is in a popular culture but after we have an experience of, as the man who was robbed, uh, we learn that the right and the wrong is not quite as clear as it used to be before. Yeah, I, I think as
0: I look at this question, uh, works or faith, how, how do they relate? Um, we are saved by Jesus' gift on the cross and, mm-hmm. and by us accepting that gift. I think of my kids and I did this when I was a kid, so I can say any kid. But you know, when one kid does something to another and annoys them, we and they they start fighting. We tell them, "Tell each other, you're sorry." And oftentimes, the "I'm sorry" comes out like "I'm sorry." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, the the words come out, but as a parent, you know that. There's no meaning behind those words. Um, the meaning comes in the action. The meaning comes in the tone. The meaning comes in everything. And, and, and we can say, I want to go to heaven, but those are just words coming out of our mouth. They, it's not really the desire that we have. And I, I think accepting Jesus' gift is more than just words coming out of our mouth. It is that desire that I really do want to go to heaven. And when we have that desire, we are changed. It's a natural, if you are saved by Jesus Christ, and you're, you've accepted that gift of eternity, you will do good things
1: to other people. Uh, heaven is big enough both for you and for the person from the other side, from your enemy, for, for the Samaritan or Hamas or Hezbollah or KKK or ever. Mm -hmm.
0: Let us pray. Father God, heaven is a place that we want to be in. And I want to be there to spend time with you. But Father, I also want my friends, my family, my neighbors, and yes, even my enemies, to be there as well. Father, I pray that you will work in our lives, that you will draw us close to you, that you will give us hearts that it sees humanity even in the worst. I pray that we will look beyond ourselves and, and look for good. Look for your hand at work. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.